Hello there. Welcome along to the podcast. Uh, another one actually on Thursday, the 21st of January. I was going to say July then, probably wishful thinking, looking ahead to the summer. Just a quick one and uh, really appreciate Chris Hussey, Cheltenham Town Footballer's time this evening as he battles a bruised foot, hoping to be fit for arguably, I suppose. And I'm, I'm not an aficionado of Cheltenham Town in the way that people have been on the podcast like John Palmer and Mark Halliwell are. And I hope to speak to Mark before the weekend as well. But I believe their next game is going to be the biggest game in their history, or at least one of them against Manchester City, 2019 Premier League and FA Cup champions in the fourth round of the FA Cup, 5.30pm this coming Saturday, January the 23rd. So I'll get to Chris in just a second. I want to, of course, mention the sponsors of the podcast, Bang & Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations obviously jason briggs bang olufsen cheltenham store in the heart of montpellier which is in the heart of cheltenham in the courtyard there is currently closed due to the lockdown but you can contact the team for any remote bespoke solutions any consultations any advice bno twitter on twitter bno cheltenham on twitter bno uh, cheltenham on instagram and bang olufsen cheltenham on the website as well and through that company serene av the kind of sister company outside of the bang olufsen franchise franchise they can offer you information on other equipment whether you're in cheltenham or beyond thank you to cytoplan food-based supplement who support the podcast as well for 30 percent off an initial purchase of supplements if you're looking to optimize your immunity in these times of heightened health anxiety to say the least you can head to cytoplan.co.uk first purchase 30 percent off and then 10% there on after you can uh, use that code every time. And the code is Draper10R, D-R-A-P-E-R, my last name, all capital letters, the numbers one zero, and then the capital letter R. So here we have, uh, without further ado, a recent guest on the podcast, Chris Hussey, spoken in the past about his anxiety and some of uh, his challenges as well with obsessive uh, compulsive disorder, his, his thought process, but he's in a good place now. He's a recent graduate from university. Uh, with a sports science qualification and we talk about sports psychology here about facing the giants of Pep Guardiola's Manchester City not literal giants but figuratively speaking in terms of football Cheltenham might have the, the height advantage but certainly not the prestige so intriguing to get his thoughts here he is Chris Hussey Chris Hussey welcome back to the podcast how are you I'm good thanks Ed yourself very well very well what's the what's the mood in the camp like is it excitement building uh, oh I've, I, yeah of course uh, we did a, 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 an analysis today and it was just you know it, it's two points dropped from the previous game but you know we uh, you can take, spin it both ways you sort of played a team that's been the top and we've pretty much dominated they scored a goal that will never score again yeah you know so it's flipping it into a positive and obviously the game's now on to um Saturday, it's nothing but excitement, I think. I bet, I bet. Yeah, you're talking about the, the game against Newport in the league, which the freak goal was Tom King, wasn't it? Newport keeper scoring from his own, deep inside his own penalty box and poor old Josh Griffiths. But that was such a freak goal, wasn't it? Was Josh your keeper all right after that? Yeah, Josh is a good lad. He's, you know, it's the life of a goalie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. He would never do it again. It, <laughs> I, I read today that it's um, a world record. Was it? 
Wow. Yeah, I, I read on the social media that it's a world record from a goal a goalkeeper scored or furthest goal scored away yeah. from the goal. So that says it all. I don't need to say no more on that front. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was an absolute pile driver, wasn't it? But it took a big skip off the turf on the bounce as well. Was it windy that night? Was it really stormy? Yeah, very windy. Very windy. So obviously the winds took it as well. Um, so, you know, as I said, you could try that again a hundred times. I don't think he'd do it again. <laughs> I bet not, no. It's a real freak goal. And um, we played it on Sky Sports News. And it's such a strange thing when that happens because scoring a goal in football is always the hardest thing. So for a keeper to just bang one up the pitch and it, it sneaked It, it looked easy, didn't it? It looked yeah, easy. It did. yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> just think we could all do that all the time. We'd have like... Yeah, some, exactly. 20, exactly. 25-24, the, the scores would be, be like basketball. See if Josh could do that on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be great against uh, poor old Edison and, and Manchester City. Exactly. It, it took, it tickled me that, that Michael Duff has called it the biggest free hit in history, the game against Man City. Is that the kind of feel, the approach, the, the attitude in the camp? Yeah, well, we, we've got nothing to lose. There's no pressure on us. If we mm. win, all right, we go down as heroes in Cheltenham's history. If we lose, okay, no one expected us to win. So it's nothing but a free hit, literally. Yeah. You just go out and enjoy yourself. It, it made me laugh. I a lot. I heard that Michael went on a scouting mission to watch City against Aston Villa in the Premier League. And I thought, what's, what's he going up there to check out? He, he, hasn't heard, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't heard of the players, has he? He's like, you know, he's, he's, he's suddenly discovered who Bernardo Silva is. So <laughs> this, this player's quite good. He's going to try and find a, it's going to be difficult to find a weakness in their team, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. What, what, what does he think? Has he got any theories? Complacency might be a problem for them, maybe. I'm not sure. Well, it's the best players in the world, you know. It, they're, I don't think their manager will let them be complacent. You know, it, sometimes players can get like that, but they're the best players in the world for a reason because every day they're on it. Yeah. So, you know, it, they're coming to Cheltenham. You know, it. okay, it's going to be, would have been in our favour if there was a crowd there, but there's no crowd there. But, you know, it's, as I said earlier, it's a, it's a free hit. Literally, there's, you know, we win, as I said, brilliant, we lose, okay. We go on to the next game. Yeah, exactly. Roll on and hope to get that promotion up to League One. I think everyone's going to be watching on iFollow. It's a real shame, I think, for the town, for the fans, that people of can't course. come down to Wadden Road. But how do you see that from a psychology perspective? Because I know you've studied sports psychology. Do you feel that, if anything, City would be less sort of aroused, their state would be more complacent because there's no crowd? It'd be even more weird for them, I suppose, won't it, Wadden Road on, I, I, on Saturday? I think, it's been, I, think it's been, I think it's been weird for everybody, not just in football. Mm. You know, all around the world, it's weird uh, at the minute because obviously of, of, of the pandemic that's happening at the moment. Um, but sport, you know, it's we're lucky enough to still be going, and obviously it is different because there's yeah. nobody there. And obviously, it it, it 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 can have a psychological effect because some people might think, oh, you know, it's us. Oh, there's no one here. I can't get aroused or. <laughs> You know, when, when you play, you get aroused, you, you get yeah. up for it. There's a crowd there, there's adrenaline going. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's the same as when there's a crowd there because from a personal point of view, yeah, I, I, don't think it, I don't think there is. Because mm. I sort of think crowd or no crowd, I train every day as normal to go and play whether there's a crowd or no crowd. So the variables I can't control if there's a crowd there. All I can control is what I'm doing. 
Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And you've, you've got that immediacy of a, a contest with people in front of you, so you can't really sort of take it easy and, and stroll around. If you, you know, everyone's in it to, oh. to win it even and the intensity's there. Even if it was a normal league, league, league game, you can't stroll around because you get found out and you'll be taken off. Yeah, yeah, especially with you Michael, Michael as your manager. Yeah, he likes hard work. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, it's, if you're not at it, you, it's going to be a long 90 minutes. Yes. Yeah. You know, you have to be, we have to be at the peak of our game because they're the best players in the world. One, the, the, there's fine margins in the Premier League, you know, and if you're playing against world-class players, you can't switch off for a second because they'll smell it or if your body position's wrong in a certain maybe a 1v1 defending or you're too far mm. off and they get it, cross it. You know, it's, it's very, very, very fine margins. And I think obviously, you know, it's going to be hard, difficult for us because the margins are so, they notice the smallest things as in weaknesses. If you're a little bit off of me, thinks, right, I'll cross it. Yeah. Or if you get too tight, might run in behind. You know, they're, they're smart with what they do. So it will be difficult, but a challenge, you know, we're looking forward to and, that's why we play football, you know, it's anything can happen. Yeah, I'm really envious of you. It must be fantastic to prepare for a game that will be live on BBC One, I believe. So it'll be millions of people exactly. watching, which is, which is fantastic. But that, that psychology of the crowd's interesting one as well, Chris, because you've played in higher divisions. And it is interesting hypothesis at the start of the Premier League season or last season when it was behind closed doors. People saying that some of the underdog wins and the surprises were due perhaps to players who, who cope less well with, with crowds were able to rise, raise their game because maybe the very elite, it's not about all to do with skill. It was more to do with their ability to be composed under pressure with the, the crowd and the noise. Do you feel that sometimes when you've played up and down the divisions? Is that sometimes a difference between the players as you go up that they can handle the environment better than, than lower level players? Uh, I, you, potentially, yeah. You know, it's people... I, I was speaking to someone funny enough today from the Sun, actually. Um, about uh, anxiety trait and state anxiety. Mm. So trait anxiety is sort of, uh, it's a personality trait. You, yeah. I might see something dangerous. We're both in the same situation. I might see it as dangerous and you might not. But then you've got state anxiety, which is situational anxiety. So as in, it happens certain situations, I get anxious more mm-hmm. than other people. Whereas per trait is a more of a personality trait. So they come hand in hand. And I think obviously everybody, every player gets anxious. I, I think every player gets a bit of anxious and a bit of nerves. It's just how you perceive those situations. Yeah. So there's 60,000 people there. If you perceive it as threatening, you, mm. you, or you've got a trait personality that that's, sees things more threatening than, you know, than other people, you might find it difficult. Yeah. But I think because they're the elite, they've got the best of the best. They're used to playing in front of big crowds. These players are used to playing in Champions League finals, playing for the Premier League title. They play in the top level, international level. They're exposed to they're exposed to it more. And I think with everything, the more you're exposed to something, the more uh, normal it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. Automaticity. Automaticity. Sorry. Automatic. Mm. It sort of it becomes automatic, and you don't sort of think about the situational variables you just concentrate on your own performance what I, how I can influence the game you know and, and, and then that's how they sort of I'd assume that's how they think whereas maybe other players maybe in our league don't play in front of 65,000 people every week no. ain't fighting for Premier League titles or I don't know the league title you know 
or playing yeah. at the international level. And they might sort of see that as, as threatening, whereas the top boys are so exposed to it, it just gets becomes automatic and they get sort of used to it and they can get more coping mechanisms to deal with it. It's inter- yeah, and it's interesting how you view that anxiety and how you use it from what you're saying there. Because I, I did sports science a lot longer ago than you, but I remember the concept of optimum arousal, that, that flow state or whatever it may be. And I suppose yeah. if you feel those nerves, you might think, oh, this is bad. I feel, I feel you know, I have to go to the loo or whatever before a game. But yeah. actually, you can, you, if you think about it another way, you never feel tired when you feel like that, do you? It's, it's a great energizer no. in a way. Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it's, it's how you perceive these things. You know, mm. if you perceive it as threatening, then it, you could get into a, a tunnel of uh, head will just be filled with negativity, you know. But that, I think that's why I think that's why you sort of have sports psychs because different people perceive things differently. You know, some, as I said before, it just depends how the person sees it. Yeah, no, it's definitely yeah. true. It's so unique to the individual. I mean, even with my wife, and I'm sure you have this with, with your wife, the different things different people find stressful. She's very introverted. So hates all type of public speaking, would never do my job. But then, yeah. you know, she's more method, She's much more methodical. What She can do the DIY assembly, that kind of stuff. Whereas I've got, yeah. you know, I find that sort of overwhelming in a way, which I should work on a bit and be better with it. But it's interesting, the things that you find stressful, they do vary hugely from person exactly, to person. Exactly, because performance anxiety they present themselves to most athletes while some people can become sort of pumped up during the game. It, it, it just depends if you interpret the rush of adrenaline or some, or nerves as anxiety, the negative thoughts in your mind will take over and that can interfere with your ability to perform. Yeah. So it can interfere with the central nervous system and that's sort of a cue to sort of motor control you know the motor control where you kick the ball it interferes with that because you'll be thinking oh i don't want to pass it there or oh, oh, no. and just just subconsciously yeah, heavy t- heavy touch isn't it you get yeah that, that rigid touch. you do it you mm. know you the, the, the ball becomes if you get anxious the ball becomes smaller mm. that's what research has shown that's why i say do imagery um and, and, and reduce and reduce anxiety because when you're playing your best football the ball seems massive <laughs> Yeah, but when you're anxious, the ball seems really small, and you concentrate too much on the ball, you're forgetting the cues around you. Yeah, so and, 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 and thinking too much is that a problem when you're at an elite level like you are, yeah, a professional level, yeah, isn't it? Because you don't need to think; you've got it. You've got it there in muscle memory. You've got it there. It's just the negative thoughts that will, that will try and, as I said, if you perceive it as dangerous, you'll get the negative thoughts. Oh, I don't want to pass it there. Oh, what am I going to be like? Oh, I don't want to give it away. Mm. Straight away, you're you're at an impairment, so it becomes very difficult. And how how is your fitness, by the way? I saw murmurs online today that you might have a niggle or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've got a whack on my foot, Ed, and uh, against Mansfield, and it's 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 literally black and blue, mate. It's Ooh, nice. swollen. Um, you know, I'm not trained for for, for uh, two weeks now. I'm just trying mm. to get into the games, but you know, I tried on on Tuesday. Um, just got too sore and it swelled up again right on the forefront of my metatarsals every time I clipped the ball. Um, it was very uncomfortable. So it's not a broken, uh, not a broken foot bone? No, there's nothing no. there. It's just bone bruising. I'm a, and obviously, if you keep impacting the ball, keep whacking the ball on yeah. bone bruising, it's going to swell up. So is, it left, is it left foot? Yeah. If it was my right head, it, would be, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Stand on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if it's my left one, it's, uh, it's really sore, mate. So... I'm going to try again tomorrow. Uh, I'll do everything I can, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's 
everyone wants to play against Man City on BBC, I would love to. Yeah. You know, I'm do everything I can. Who, who's your understudy at left wing back? Who do I... Who would, be the in, under, who, who would come in for you on the left wing back? If uh, Lewis. Lewis. Okay. Lewis or Ellis. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and Lewis, Lewis did well. Lewis did all right the other day when he played against Bolton. And Nels did all right. Did, Wells did, Ellis did well when he, uh, we played uh, Newport the other night. So, you know. They're, so, so they're all kind of, they're planning in, the, in their head as well. That's tricky. That's a difficult situation for them as well, isn't it? They're sort of thinking in their mind they might play. It's, it's, a, it's a different one. But then it yeah. might be relaxing in a way when you get a late shout to play. <laughs> yeah. But as, again, Ed, it depends on the person. You, you know, some people want to prepare for the game. Whereas, you know, if someone might, be sitting up all night worrying, mm. thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I'm playing tomorrow. Oh, man, I'm nervous. What Would it go well? Would it not go well? Just depends yeah. on the person, really, doesn't it? Well, we were going to have a ch- Well, we are having a chat, but we, we were sort of a couple of minutes late because I said my daughter was getting out of the bath and you were saying you were, put, you were putting your little one to, to bed as well, weren't you? And actually, yeah. I wondered, since becoming a father, and I know you've got another one on the way, is it is it easier in a sense because you don't think about the game as much when you're away from it? Is that because you're busy at home with, with family life? Um, I think it certainly helped. It certainly helped a little bit, yeah. Um, mm. And I, I hardly switch off, you know, whether I'm going to the gym after football or sitting at home watching football, you know, yeah. even doing some imagery while I'm sitting at home, you know, because it'll be random. I'll be sitting at home <laughs> randomly and then just randomly a, a thought will come in, oh, you're not good at 1v1 defending or something like that. And I'll be stuck with that for about two days. So what you're thinking of a, def- of a player running at you, are you, when you're doing that just, scenario? Yeah. yeah, just I'm not very good, but I'm actually really good at it. So you can imagine how difficult it is to deal with. Yeah. You know, like- that's why I have to do imagery, I do tapping, and then, you know, it's, it's is hard. That, but, is, that voice helpful? is that voice helpful? Is that how you've got to be a professional player, though, in that sense? that it, it I, think so because, I think so, because it, there's two... There's two motivation sides to motivation. There's motivation to avoid failure, motivation to succeed. Yeah. And mine is motivation. Obviously, I want to succeed, but it's motivated to avoid failure because I don't want to fail. Yeah. So I think the gap will speak. I think most of the lads will, to be fair. They see me doing my one by one defending every day. I will mm. do it every day. Yeah. Because yeah. it's weird because the more I do it, the more that voice stops. I think it's important for discipline, isn't it? Because I think the long-term goal is to succeed, but then you almost need to avoid complacency and a comfort zone. You need that voice saying you don't want to fail. You don't want to be embarrassed at the weekend. You don't want someone to run rings around you, that kind of thing. I, I agree. And do you know what? Even if we were, I, I get these thoughts even when I'm not playing Man City. Yeah. Even we're playing, we could play anyone. It'll, they'll just, they just come. Just subconsciously, it's like my mind, my, my mind's always looking for something to worry about. It's always on high alert. Well, look, I, I hope you make it, and I know all the Cheltenham Town fans will. You're going to have to prepare as if you as if you will make it. Fingers crossed. Who are you visualising come up against? Is it Riyad Mahrez? Is yeah, it, be Mahrez. Yeah, yeah. That's. But it. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Because and I, I tell you one thing, and some people might laugh at this, but there's not many players, even in the Premier League or Championship, are as quick as Alex Adai. Ah, okay. So it'll cover you, yeah. And you know what? I play, I do it, I get, I purposely get him every day. <laughs> because if you can stop him, yeah, more of the time than not, they're quick. All right, they might think a bit sharper than League Two players. But if you can stop him, you can stop most players, especially in our league. 
Mm. Mm. You know, League Two, League One, you could stop most of them, even the Championship. But you obviously, the higher you go, they're more quicker, they're smarter. He'll, you'll get tighter running behind. And do you, you know, it's, you have to try and get him thinking about you as well going the other way, don't you? I suppose on Saturday, that's part of it. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got to have the ball first, Ed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we've got to it first. You could just run up there and hope that. Well, that's another thing. How you uh, yeah, how you approach it because Cheltenham are famed for trying to play good football as well, but against a team that's so possession oriented from the, the school of tick attack and mastery with with Pep Guardiola. Do you think you have to change your style a bit because I guess uh, they'll press you or can't, you can't. You you got to get the ball first to change your style. I yeah. think out of possession, it won't change. Mm. Um, we make it difficult, we make it compact, we fix the play. Um, but you look at, for instance, I was watching the Crystal Palace Man City the other day, mm-hmm. and their Premier League players, Crystal Palace. And I was watching the game all in Crystal Palace's half, whether mm. it was first or second half. So we're not Crystal Palace, you know, <laughs> with all due respect, we're Chatham Town. They've got better players than us. So we've got to obviously find a way, you know, make it, we've got set pieces, we've got a long throw. They don't deal with a long throw. They don't see a long throw, I don't think, in the Premier League no. a lot, would they? You know. I, so. Will, I think about Will Boyle from set pieces potentially as well, because he's been on the podcast and he's scored yeah. a few goals, hasn't he, here and there. And I wonder if there that might go. be an Achilles heel for Cheltenham in the air, uh, for, for City, sorry, in the air. And he's, and he's one of the best at attacking the ball in our league, I would say. Hmm. You know, it, 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 all we can do is try, you know. Yeah. And no, 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 no Sergio Aguero, which probably helps in a sense. Scott Aguero, right, Morris, which we wish, him, we wish him a speedy recovery, of course, but of it's course. good for Cheltenham, yeah. But they'll just bring in Jesus, G- Gabriel Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Or they'll bring in, I don't know, who else plays up front for him. Well, I think they played Bernardo as a false nine yesterday and they've played De Bruyne as a false nine. I mean, I guess that, that would be... A real there you go. I mean, De Bruyne will be the treat for to say you've played against, won't it, in the future years? Because you feel that he's going to go down as one of the the creme de la creme of, of Premier League all time players. I think they've they've got the best best players in the world. Man City, they're mm. up there with Real Madrid, Barcelona. Their squad. You look. You, you'll see the team. You'll see the team sheet online there, and you just think, wow. Because <laughs> I know. I know but, they're human, put, but they're human. I know when he puts the 11 names up on, on the shape, I'm going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it happened, it's happened before, isn't it? And, you know, Crawley absolutely boss leads in the, the previous Yeah. Race. I know. So it, it can happen. Yes. Yeah. It's going, to be, it's going to be really interesting to watch. I mean, watching someone like Kevin De Bruyne, I suppose that is something unique and, and unprecedented for you guys to come up against because what you're watching with him is when he plays balls, Almost no one sees it, even from an aerial view. So how he sees it is incredible, isn't it? That's what you have to be alert to, I suppose. He's got, he's got, he's got his sat nav in his head, isn't he? He knows where it's going. Isn't he? Yeah. If he gives his passing it to, you don't know he's even going to get get it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes. Mm. But that's why they're the best in the world. They like those, they like those low cutbacks, don't they? Those little low crosses, sissy. Yeah, I was watching Palace. They get wide. They they play one twos. They can cross the ball in the box. The movement all over the place. So. It'll be like sky blue arrows everywhere. <laughs> It'll feel like they've got 40 players. Who, who's marking Raheem Sterling as well? Who, who I don't know, but all the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I presume you're not going to have a high line. I presume you're going to uh, oh, drop off a bit. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think we will, to be fair. Yeah. So you're looking, you're looking forward to it. Everyone's looking forward to it. I suppose it's a nice yeah. break, break from the league football as well. 
it's a free hit. There's no pressure. Go and play. Go and enjoy yourself. You're on TV. You want to make a good account of yourself. You know, why would you not want to play? You're playing against the best in the world. So, I know, yeah. And I know it's a, it would have been a sellout, sellout and it's not, but I guess there is some money coming into the club, is there? Do you know, do, and that's do you know massive, about that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased for the club. You know, it's, it's ironic that last season we would have got Man City away if we beat Port Vale and we won the lap at half time, I think it was. Oh, wow. And it, and, and it sort of flipped it on his head now and we beat Man City and now I've got Man City out. So, you know, it's, I'm pleased for everyone associated with the football club, you know, for the press that they're getting, the money that they're going to get, you know. It's just, you know, obviously with the pandemic, it's caused a lot of troubles for, for everybody. But, you know, I'm pleased that the, the club have been able to get some sort of income back that they wouldn't have budgeted for. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, the fans will be really happy about that. And hopefully, you know, we get this vaccination sort of system going quickly and that we can get back in the spring and, and watch some football down at Wadden before the end of the season and hopefully roar you guys on to to a real promotion push and maybe that, that spot in League One would be fantastic. That would be nicer because, you know, we played in front of a crowd against Exeter and it, it, it does help. Mm. You know, it, it does help, but, you know, that it's unfortunate that, you know, that they can't be there, but they will be watching. Um, so, yeah. You know, we, we know, we know they're watching, we know everybody's watching and we've got a chance to go down as sort of heroes, if you like. Yeah. You know, you see pictures in the wall at the football club and they're old. Yes. You know, let's try and get on there. Whether we win, I don't know, whether we get promoted or we even win tomorrow, or oh, sorry, Saturday, you're still, you know, we want to be on there. I would love to be on there, you know? Do you, do you feel quietly confident that Cheltenham will give a good account of themselves? And I don't want to push yeah. you for a prediction, but you feel good about the team. Yeah. That, that, that's all you could do. You can, all, you can just give yourself the best chance you possibly can. You know, it's going to be difficult. There's no hiding away from it. But it's a free hit. It's go and enjoy yourself. And we've got no pressure. All the pressure's on them, you know. So it's yeah, they're difficult games, you know, because when we go to, like, the no disrespect, the non-league teams, you know, yeah. the pressure's on us to beat them. And yeah. it's a, they can be difficult. So I know we're not a non-league team, but it's the same sort of concept we're playing that Man City are playing a team lower down whereas we would have been playing a team lower down in that sort of pre-season you know I know it's a completely different time of the season but it's still the same sort of principle it's you know the pitch ain't, pitch is nice but it's not going to be used to what they're playing on mm. so you know it, it anything can happen yeah, and I know they beat they, they beat Watford handsomely in the in the final a couple of years ago. But football generally is a low scoring game, which makes it you know if you can stop the opposition scoring by whatever manner, it then becomes a bit of a lottery, can't it? It's, it's a different sport than other sports. That's why we see the underdog win. So you always have that that hope in the back of your mind that if you can stymie their attack, however you do it, then you you've got a chance of the ball falling to one of your players in the box. Just need a bit of luck, don't we? Well, a lot yeah. of luck, really. But. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know. You could be, you know, talk about coming back for the League One push in the in the spring. Could be the FA Cup still. Swansea away, Nottingham Forest away <laughs> next, and then who knows after that? <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris, look, I really appreciate your time so close to the game. Get off and, and get rest and, and spend some time with your family and, and really enjoy. I hope you make it Saturday. If Cheers, not, I hope Ed. you get to enjoy the occasion and uh, yeah. we'll speak soon. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you. No, Ed. Thanks for your time, mate. Thank you, bud. 
really appreciate Chris's time actually nearly at the eve of, of the big game and I really hope he can pull through for his sake and Cheltenham's sake he's a fine player down that left-hand side plenty of drive energy great left foot real sort of tireless player and as he says uh, you know there he is very good on one-on-one system, uh, situations despite how he might beat himself up psychologically that's an interesting trait isn't it when we achieve things in life you always feel that you should be doing more maybe it is required just to put in the reps you need that voice in your head just to remind you and as much as you want to be content and happy all the time, you do need that little bit of doubt to maybe keep you keep you focused because you have to put a lot into anything you really want to succeed at the highest level. And it may be League Two football, but for me and for all the millions of failed footballers out there who never made it, you know, that is elite and something we all aspire to do is become a professional footballer. A lot of boys, a lot of girls now as well. Um, so yeah, hats off and respect for that. It's obviously worked for him to get to that level, but maybe then... You need that time in the game to relax as well. So interesting to look at the aspects with him. Wish Cheltenham Town the best of luck against Manchester City. And uh, thank you to you for listening. Thank you for Chris for his time. Really appreciate it. And thank you to the sponsors as ever. Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Jason Briggs, the head man there, big football fan, has a team at AFC Cheltenham based in Bishop's Cleave as well that play on the weekend in amateur football. And I've got to get down and see them when the when the lockdown eases as well. So wish uh, them all the best. Uh, head to BO Instagram, BO Cheltenham on Twitter as well, and uh, check out what those guys have to offer. The Instagram's actually really good in terms of videos for bang, bang off and equipment. And if you are looking to optimize your immunity, I take Immune Complete 2 from Cytopan. Pay for it actually with a discount. But if you would like a discount as well, my code is DRAPER10R, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, the numbers one zero and the capital letter R. So you can head to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk. They're a company that we've been buying supplements and using supplements of for 20 years as a family, the Drapers. My old man has worked as a consultant with them on developing certain ranges of supplements as well. My dad being a general practitioner, Dr. Mark Draper, but also a nutritionist, has lectured in nutrition, his area of interest, micronutrition, things like trace elements, selenium and zinc, uh, other aspects which are in the uh, Immune Complete too. So head to cytoplan.co.uk for that. If you're a Cheltenham fan, hope you're the best of luck. I hope you get to watch it on iFollow or actually on the BBC this weekend. So no need for that, but maybe you will be supporting the club anyway financially with a donation as they look to, to get through what's been a really tough year for lower-level sport that doesn't have big broadcasting revenue and relies on those gates, which have been closed to fans for so long now, barring you know, that small window that Chris said there against Exeter for, for Cheltenham. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. I'll see you again soon. Have a good weekend.